0: To the paper the grass is always green mm-hmm. i don't do no labels i call it how i see it mm-hmm.
1: yo what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of a no label convo here my boy now yo yep. Shouts out to everybody that's been subscribing on YouTube as normal, liking on Instagram, following on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at No Label Pod. Follow us on TikTok at oh, No Label shit. to Pod. TikTok, 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 shit. Now we're going to be on there dancing and shit, so you know what I mean? Nah. Go <laughs> you going to be You're going to be doing your gritties? Hey, man, it's going to get lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to challenge Sneak Vibe. Man. He's about to go crazy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> run, run our run our TikTok up though. And, um, Facebook, no label the podcast. Facts, man. Shout out to
2: our sponsor, shout out to Guapcoin. Coin. Crypto for the culture, you know what I'm saying? Man, they doing some dope stuff. They they showing people how to you not know I mean become their own bank with the crypto and all that stuff. We just seen uh what uh JP Morgan just cut off Kanye. They was like, nah, we ain't fucking with you no more. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Shit. Mm-hmm. Man, it's time to under, understand, understand where finances is going, you know and I mean just, just something to look into, something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Man, today today we sitting down with a with an artist out of Buffalo. I was hearing his music. I was like, yo, this is fire. And but the first time I met him, I seen his studio and I'm like, oh, we got some hidden gems around here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm here, with my man Jadens. What's good, bro? Hey, how we doing, man? I appreciate it. Yeah, living good, man.
3: Man, this is dope. You know, now
2: you can see our studio. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's awesome.
3: I appreciate <laughs> you guys having me here for real. I appreciate Hold yeah, call, man. Man, so uh, what you been up to lately? Man, making music. We're working on a lot of stuff. Um, getting ready for the show that's coming up um, in November. First and foremost, uh, working on like an album, a couple albums actually. Um, okay. But I've been I've uh, been sitting on a lot of stuff. But you know, working, bouncing around, doing some different stuff, man, staying fresh.
2: Got you, got you. And you gonna be headlining at the Showplace Theater? Yes, sir. Yo, oh, November eleventh. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Definitely yeah. mark your calendars on that. Yeah, exactly. but, yeah, and when I first heard, when I first heard the the pro, like the project, your last project, I was like, how I was just like impressed with how the production and like how clean everything was and you flowing. So it just it, I, What what's the name of your studio and like where um, y'all record at?
3: So we, we it's called like the property. Um, we're not really like open open for like um, everything. That's just kind of like private for the time being. Um, uh, just kind of like recording exclusively but um we've been getting like really good sound out there. me and bulgaria uh shout out bulgaria he uh who's yeah. in the building tonight too but he uh, he uh, actually is the reason behind all that production sounding so well man he just does his thing so um but me and him have the studio together and you know most of the time me and him record together um he engineers and we just kind of like Listen to it over and over again until it sounds right, you know. <laughs> like, and, and yeah. uh, if it doesn't sound right, then then we don't feel like it gets released, you know. So we that's uh, the mixing and mastering process has been like really long for us. That's like why we have like so many things that are just sitting around right now, yeah. it's just because like, um, I'm, I'm at like a point now where it's like if it if it doesn't sound perfect to me, I don't want to release it, you know. Like it's that's just rude. gotta be it's gotta be what I want it to be before I drop it, you know. So no, nah, that's
2: that's that's smart because it made it made me think of uh, you heard a mix by Ali. Yeah, the engineer mm-hmm. for like TDE, probably like number one engineers like hip hop. Yeah, and he talks about how he spends twelve hours on every song. Like
3: you got to like and sometimes yo, you got to stop and then go back to it because each of you, song yeah. twelve hours. Yes, mm-hmm.
2: that's crazy. It's, it's but it's not like always just like only him. He like he has a team of people mm-hmm. that but at least minimum like twelve hours. Like, but but it's dedication. Yeah, that's but that's that, what it's it's passion, for perfection. Though. Yeah, and that's greatness. What, that gets it's you work. those plaques. Yeah, <laughs> right.
3: Throw and it's like stuff like that like it stands out like you it It does and you don't even think that it does but it does it's like Mm -hmm. it's like the subtleties of like the track the little things that are added like um the little like extra miles as you go like for real like that's like i want to sometimes i go back to tracks that i've dropped already and it's like yo i could have done this or i could have put like this added vocal over this Mm -hmm. or i could have done something different there should be an ad-lib here you know Like, like different things like that where it's like if i just took like the extra time and like went back on it like one more time and like really find Finalize it like it could have came out even better. So that's just what I've been trying to do with my unreleased stuff. So that I don't I don't catch it when I drop <laughs> it already, you know? So yeah. that's that's been um that's been the goal like recently.
2: That's that's hard. And that like that's that's a separating factor that I like some artists tend to miss. Because it's like it's the same thing with from your music to you doing an event. So like, oh I'm not feel like getting up today, finding that little little bit of empower right. to just like, let me just show my face. Mm-hmm. That gets you, you shaking. You dapped up. You dapped up a hundred people at the concert. It was one little kid left reaching his hand and like, oh, let me get this extra. Like, the, it's the subtlest things yeah. that make that make you that take you to that next level. Absolutely, so definitely, as artists, dude, you need to appreciate that. What's the name? Uh, so when did you get started? Like record, like, with like the music.
3: I dropped my first song like ever like as Jaden since 2019. Um, okay. so that was my first song it was a song that was produced completely by myself too um, it was called ropes um, and, I, and since then it's been taken off of platforms I took it. I don't know why I did like a lot of people like it's still like like pretty well streamed on my Apple music and everything but it's like um, it's off now I just I re- I went back like a while ago and I was like going through some of my discography and I'm like everything that's not that doesn't sound professionally mastered I don't mm-hmm. want on here anymore mm-hmm. so like um, I took off some of like my my really early like amateur stuff, but that was when I started really and then after that I started working with another producer by the name of Cody Clink. Um, I made my first Cadence Shadens. But that was the name of my mixtape. That's how the whole Cadence Shadens thing really like started was okay. by my mixtape volume one. Um, of Caden Shaden's, and then from there, like, we're working on part two, and part two is gonna be, like, an album, like Caden Shaden's album, and then we got the concert series, too, so the first Caden Shaden's concert series was at... Um uh, buffalo ironworks back in july on the second um that show was really dope and then we're doing who was on that show with you that show we did so i had APYCM and 5l 4l um they came out um alec paul and his crew they they did a really good job opening up for me and they Kane wave too he was uh he was kind of like the support act um so he like had like a longer set and everything and uh nice. And, and catered, you know, and I asked him to do it, and he was, like, arms open, it was so nice working with Cam and everything, and before that, I haven't even, like, hadn't even met him in real life, like, I just talked to him, mm-hmm. um, so, like, meeting him at the show, and then working with him, like, that was really awesome, now we have, like, a, we built a relationship since then, like, I still got his MacBook charger at my studio, you know, <laughs> he <laughs> didn't come pick it up yet, so, like, we've been working on some different stuff, and he's gonna be part of the next show as well, um, but open season's gonna be, like, my support act for this upcoming show. Um, so me and him work some stuff out, and uh, and uh, he's just kind of like we're like featuring him going into it. So it's gonna be it's gonna be nice, man. It's gonna be real fun. And the cane Waves gonna be on this one too. Mm-hmm. Um, other artists, Christina Federico, um, Jay Aves from around this area is gonna be there. Um, AKA the Truth. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He's from mm-hmm. Michigan right now. He's just out in college and everything moving around, but he does shows out there for his school. And he's coming back here for this one. So. A couple different people with different um vibes and everything that i'm working with too i'm just trying to get like more people involved try to get like uh mix also like um our people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, have open seasons, fan base in touch with Kane Waves fan base. They have a mm-hmm. song named Mil- or a song called Millionaire together too. So like, they should have mutual connections. Like, get everybody together so it's yeah. like more than just like people coming out to see me. You know, yeah. like it's more than just that. Like, it's more than my headlining show. Like, I don't want it to just be like that. You know, like it's mm-hmm. it's for Bulgaria too, who produced all the music like for me and everything, and as well as Christina uh, Federico is going to be at the show. Like, just like um, it's just like a big overall thing you yeah. know and i just uh was it you setting up all of, all of this um yeah for the for the showplace theater one so for buffalo ironworks one we got a little bit of help from the management of uh, young world mm-hmm. um, victoria helped us out a little bit in getting that gig Um, this one me and bulgaria were at the showplace theater for um, dj anthony's birthday party because christina federico was performing there Um, and I had a a featured song with her that I was going to be performing there as well. So while we were there, we talked to the owner, uh, Joe Roxbury, and we were just kind of like doing our sales pitch of ourselves to him, and he just bought into it, like, immediately and just uh, just kind of, like, loved us and was like, yo, let's uh, let's try to work something out for, like, we don't, he, t- he told me straight up, he's like, we don't usually do, um, you know, like, local artists for shows, for headlining shows here, um, but we're trying to. We would mm-hmm. like to. He's just like, we've just seen it in the past that it, it wasn't too profitable, like, that they fell back on their end and everything from it. So um, he was like, do you think you'll be able to bring people out to, like, for, as a local artist, to to the show and everything and I was like hell yeah like I think that like the culture around this area for this music and everything is so strong that like I don't think that like you know with everything that we're bringing to the table and how hard we've been working that we couldn't make it a success and couldn't make it profitable at the same time so um, that was uh that was our little pitch to him and and then we just kind of ran with it from there so um yeah we're november 11th Show place theater it's going to be the cadence Shadens show um featuring open season we got a bunch of other artists coming and performing as well um and just shout out to everybody that's been helping with that and supporting so far it's been really awesome like awesome the uh outburst of support to this point so how long
1: have you been performing for a period
3: um performing i actually started in 2019 after i dropped um that first mixtape and everything i started performing at buffalo state i was Mm -hmm. going to buffalo state at the time um so i got um acquainted into a, a club called bam black active minds and they brought me in there and i was just like a part of that club from the beginning and they just had like a bunch of artists poets um, writers, uh, like rappers, singers, a bunch of people that would just like put on different events and perform around the school and everything. So I got really involved with them, um, started performing a bunch of my music. From them, I met like a bunch of people. That's actually how I met uh, Bulgaria. Um, one of the artists that I met through Buffalo State doing those events brought me to a studio session with Bulgarian Open Season. And that's cool. how I met them. So it was all from performing. And dude, that's really what I love too. You know, like, mm. like I love, like, and when I perform, like I don't perform usually with my my tracks i perform without them and that's like what got me like a lot of the showcases that i've won was for that reason it's like like Mm -hmm. you you have the ability to go and and you know every single one of your lyrics and can pronunciate them like the way it was Mm -hmm. on the record like that's that's i love doing that stuff like that's because that's what i do man that's what it's how it all started was just me rapping on beats and everything so going by like what my ear was not what it was on a track i'm just learning to make songs now you know like it started as me rapping now i'm learning to make songs you know so it was uh and there's definitely a difference. You Big know? facts.
2: I feel like the world seen that. They got put on that got put on display during the dip set in the lot Oh the locks, yeah. Whew. Jada put on the for real master cleaner. Mm-hmm. Like, no, this my lyrics is not on here. I'm s you're gonna hear every word and now it's it's gonna you're gonna see the difference. And like just like that's that subtlety. That subtlety that makes artists like take you from here to here.
3: Right. Type it makes you more in tune with your art like more yeah, in yeah. tune with what you're doing you know it's not just like I could put on a J. Cole song and rap over every single word that's not impressive you know but if it's like what you're actually saying and like actually like making you believe every single thing that you're mm-hmm. saying to like most of the time I'm right like I'm talking to you you know like mm-hmm. it's just me like I could I could have a, like a full-blown conversation with you just rapping you know what I mean like that's the kind of stuff that I like like almost um you know conscious type of rap I guess mm-hmm. you would say
2: when did you say you started hitting your stride, like as an artist, like you found like you found like your sound, you found out like what your content, which it was gonna be about, and, and stuff like that?
3: Um, to be completely honest, it was a. Uh it was probably around the time that I met Bulgaria, and that the reason for that is that I was, like, working on, like, a lot of boombap beats specifically, and um, that was just, like, my style, and I was just, like, a lot of, like, slower vibe, like, you know, like, 90 to 120 BPM type of beats, like, I wasn't really going anything over that, and that was just the style that I liked, you know what I mean? Um, and then when I started working with Bulgaria, like, he, he his beats are, like, very... I don't know, it's like, I would say like exotic almost. Like there's like, likes right. a lot of different styles to what he does. Like it's not, it's not even close to boom bap, you know? <laughs> so like when I started working with him and everything, um, it kind of forced me to like open up my bag a little bit and, and to kind of get out of my comfort zone as an artist. And I think that that just, like took me over the top too because like and like I said I'm also learning how to make songs rather than just rap because when I when I would write it would be like almost like scripture type of writing like where Mm -hmm. there it's just like 68 bars down you know and there's no like like hook or anything to Mm -hmm. it you know now I'm like working with more like melodic stuff and you know and like that rap stuff is cool I still have songs and freestyles where I just rap for two minutes straight and that and I love that stuff that's like like I told you like that's where I come from but like I need them. You, that's what you need. Like everybody's attention span is so short. Like you mm-hmm. need catchy hooks. You need melodies. You need stuff like that. And I like those songs too. So it's yeah. very. It comes naturally. But yeah, working with Bulgaria help help me uh, open my bag a little bit and expand my game by a long shot. So I, I would uh, I would attribute that to him.
2: Where, where would you say? Uh, when would you say? You, like you like? Okay, like I'm falling in love with this rap. This rap shit. Oh, bro! Since
3: the beginning. Since the beginning. Right from the start. Like I. Like I. Uh, I would say maybe like, I don't know, maybe when I was like 16, 17 years old, just like with my friends, you know, just like, when I first started smoking weed, like, you know, like, like, just, like, getting high and, like, we was hanging out with my friends and we would, like, freestyle in the back of a car or something, you know, smoking out of, like, a water bottle or some shit, you know, like... It, it, it,
2: smoking smoking the, out the empty can. Yeah, <laughs> some, something
3: that's not going to be good for me down the line. But, like, you know, like, that's where, that's where it all started it was, like, those, like, backseat freestyles and, like, all of that stuff, like, um and i just fell in love with it and all of my friends told me from the beginning cuz i never had the intention of dropping anything like i that was just i just liked messing around and doing it it was like a puzzle to me it was uh like trying to fit all the words in and not mess up that was my that was my thing i didn't want to mess up i didn't want to mm-hmm. stop like you didn't get the chance to go cuz i was going to go for the whole entire beat you know what i mean like that was like my my challenge to myself so um that was when i fell in love with it and then from there like it got to a point where nobody else touched the beat when i started doing it and they're like bro you got to start you got to start trying to rap like you're actually good like you actually need to do something with it and then from there it just grew and grew to buffalo state to me sitting in front of you guys right now so and it's still going this is still like baby stages bro like super super baby stages like i'm just a like, you know, I, I try, in my head, I put myself as, as you know, I got to humble myself sometimes and, like, come down to earth and everything. Because I, I try, like, I just want to be where I want to be, like, right away. And it's like, dude, this is going to be such a long process. Like, I just, I got to humble myself sometimes. So, but, like, dude, that's that's where it all started. Backseat freestyles and stuff like that.
1: What did you want to do prior to when you found out, like, you formed a love for rapping?
3: Um, prior to that, dude, I just always loved sports, actually. I got into a lot of injuries when I was younger. Um, I played hockey. I played football. I have a deep love for basketball. If I could go back, i just play basketball all the way through. Um, but, uh, I used to play hockey when I was little, um, football. I had, like, a bad spinal injury when I was young that kind of took me away from sports and kind of mm. turned me towards music a little bit. Um, I was in, like, a half-body brace in, like, a wheelchair for, like, so long. I remember Jeez. I got rolled into freshman year at high school. So, so what yeah. happened? How did, how did you get, how did so
1: you fuck up your spine? I used
3: to play, I used to play football, and I, like, fell back, um, While I was like doing this training thing and like hit my neck and it like shocked my spinal cord sent me into what's called semi paralysis and they moved me after because I didn't know what happened and that was like the worst part. It's like as soon as they moved me that's like when it like sent me into shock and I like started feeling pins and needles up my legs and it was kind of like a scary it it was when I was younger and everything so it's not really anything that uh, affects me now, but it kept me from playing sports. So when I was younger, um, after that injury healed and everything, I started playing guitar a little bit. I would actually go out and like perform at like cafe shops and like I don't know, um, outside, they used to have this like uh, music night in the plaza of Rocco's Pizza um, in Feel Rate right Health Food Markets, like on Transit Road. <laughs> and I used to go and I used to do that every year. Um, And just that's when I just started really getting into music rather than sports, just because I knew I I was never going to get back into it the same way. You know, this slap shots in hockey went from like 60 to 120 miles per hour in the years that I was gone. You know, I just knew it wasn't going to work out in the same way. You know, I'm not built for football in any way, shape or form, you know.
2: Unless, you have to learn,
3: you know, like, how to walk again and all that type shit? So, for the semi, I was only, it was only like that for, like, eight hours. Six to eight hours. Like, the next morning, I woke up, and, and like, most of my feeling was back. And thankfully, you know, like, most of the doctors are like, it doesn't happen like that, you know? Yeah. So, like, it, I, was, that's, uh, it, I was very lucky for what happened. And it was mostly be, just because of the shock that happened to it and, like, the way that they moved me afterwards. Um, but after that, that's why I had to be in a um, half-body brace in a wheelchair is to make sure that my, like, Spinal cord wasn't moved in a certain way that would set that off. They were also monitoring like a pocket of fluid that was like that they found like on my spinal cord that I still have to go to Den Tower and have looked at like every couple of years. So, wow, but yeah,
2: Hey man, it makes the story that much better. Right? You know what I mean,
3: yeah. But
1: oh, is that what your brother dealt with too?
2: He had a, he he had scoliosis. Oh, okay. he had scoliosis, but his spine was curved so much. Like normally they say if you have a curvature over like forty degrees you're supposed to like have surgery type shit. His shit was like 55 and 45, like one going one way, one going the other way. Sheesh. So it literally looked like the Superman, his back looked like the Superman S.
1: <laughs> like shit man. was like. <laughs> Cause that's why he said, that's why he stopped playing basketball and shit. Too. Yeah.
2: He had to have like surgery, like surgery, like literally open your back. I love
3: playing football and like hockey and stuff. And I was like, really, I played goalie as a hockey. Like, mm-hmm. look at what I played goalie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was. Uh, but and I was good too. Like I have like MVP trophies still from like when I played travel hockey when I was a kid. So like, I don't know that stuff was fun. But I don't. I turned all the passion that I had towards that and like towards music, and that I, I'm glad that I did. To be honest, oh, I feel yeah. like everything happens for a reason. So. I'm glad that it kind of you know turned me towards that that life choice of, of doing this music thing. So, what, what high school did you go to? I went to Williamsville South. Okay. But I, oh. I grew up in Lockport, but my mother was a school teacher. So she, okay. she went out to Williamsville, Williamsville South. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those, they, they were like our rivals. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> why we used, used to meet them in sectionals. <laughs> yeah. The
1: Billies. But the yeah,
2: uh, reason I asked was because you went from Will South to Buff State, and then it's like, you on campus rapping. And Buff State is, it's like a, I like an honorary, like, like historically black school, like closest Mm -hmm. to like an all black school in Buffalo. So it's like, you show up as the white boy on campus, like talking about some I got bars. Yo. What's people like, (laughs) yo, like, what the fuck is this dude? Let me tell
3: you, bro, my first (laughs) show at Buffalo State was hilarious. Like I, I got up there and I'll tell you, you could hear a pin drop in that room. And there's probably like 50 to 100 people in this room. Mm. Like, you know, it could have been 50 or 2000 for all I know. Like it was like, it looked like a lot of people. And I get up there and you can't hear a thing. And the, the way that I started was all like open word. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was like, you know, how you guys doing tonight? And everybody's like, yeah. you know, and I was like, I want like, oh, to tell you a little something about myself. And then I started, like, going into, like, a free word, like, rapping thing. And by the time I got to the end of that, like, people, like, like, some of the bars had people, like, I could hear the reactions start to grow. Like, I had this mm-hmm. one line about smoking weed and everybody started, like, laughing after the line. So I could hear myself slowly winning the crowd. And then as soon as that free word thing was done and the beat dropped. Whole crowd went nuts. I took off my jacket. I was feeling like <laughs> Superman and shit, bro. And, and I and like do it. And that's like literally that was how I met Young Ziggy, who brought me to Bulgaria, who brought me to meet Open Season and all that. So like that was that was uh, that was uh, how it started and everything. But yeah, that was that was. I, I went in there feeling, and, and I was I was went in as a group member of Black Active Minds. So I got on, I got on stage and people were like, "Who the f- is this kid? You know what the hell is he doing here? Like you know is this somebody's was nephew? You, like what is?" you know like <laughs> hey, cause this is this a so teacher's kid question. like who the fuck is this you know, it's a
0: perfect rollout though <laughs> yeah, that's funny yeah but
2: uh, and on top of it it's like majority of the people at you at buff state are like new york city new york city are, uh-huh. people are always the toughest to like Lost win over and, <laughs> yeah so it's like if you can do that like you good you good money
3: <laughs> yeah man that, that's where it all started and that's awesome. Those are the best things, too. Like, it was kind of the same. I just did at the Groove Lounge, I think it was in, like, maybe January. Um, I did, like, that BET showcase that they had there. um and I to We Make Hits. Yeah, and uh, fa- uh, Fashion Guy Pre and everybody was there. They had, like, a – and it was a, it was a good event, man. There was a lot of insight towards, like, just the industry and everything that was really, like, valuable. Um, so I'm glad that I did it no matter what. But when I went up there, it was the same type of thing, bro. It was, like – what, where where did this kid come from? You know what I mean. Yeah. So,
2: and it's like you can you can spit. That's the thing. So it's I embrace like, that. So wait, wait, that's why it, do it doesn't do bother
3: do me. me. Is because like I love that moment. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, I seeing about tell you telling
1: a story. That <laughs> right, you, like,
3: look dude It, it makes me it. excited. Because <laughs> like people, like if you can rap, like people are
2: gonna give you a shot. Like you can really rap. So it's like. It makes it that much more, it makes the story
3: that much better. Yeah, I don't know, it's just proving myself, just because, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I've worked out, like, I I don't know if you guys could even just tell from me talking to you guys for, like, this amount of time, but I've been working on this craft for, like, a minute, bro, just, like, just being able to rap. I keep telling people that come through the studio, too, like... Like, I I prepared myself so that if I walked out of this door right now and just out of thin air, like, a a studio or somebody, a label executive walks up to me and is like, hey, man, you spit the best 16 bars of your life right now. I'll sign you. I want to know that if I walk out that door and that happens, that I'm prepared to spit those Mm -hmm. 16 bars, you know, because, like, you don't know when your opportunity, you don't know Mm -hmm. when your chance is going to come up. You don't know when your opportunity is going to happen. So I'm prepared for that moment at all times. You know what I mean? I tell people that. Stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. Right, That's a fact. fact. It's a fact. Yeah. So, like that's um, that's what I prepared for in my craft. So when I go up there and I feel like it's a moment where I got to prove myself, like I feel like I'm practicing for that moment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm my my purpose is to impress everybody that's watching me. You know, and I feel like that's um, if you have that confidence in your art. Um, and you like pr- provide that confidence on the track in your performances. There's no way that you could like fail in this shit, bro. There's really no yeah. way. You know, some people just don't have it. You know, <laughs> and, that, yeah, right. and that's, that's a problem yeah. too. But like, you know, if you have it, you've been working for this. Like, and you put in that like energy and that that effort. Like, there's no way you could fail, bro. You just keep keep going, keep doing it. And that's uh that's been the message I've been getting from people, and that's been the message I've been giving to people as well. So.
2: Right. So who's who's an artist that like, it don't necessarily like they're like my favorite to listen to. Who's the artist that we're like they care about their craft, and it's like I kind of like want to mirror that energy type of thing.
3: I would be tripping if I didn't say J Cole. Everybody in my in my life, my family would call bullshit if I didn't mm-hmm. say J Cole. So like, I, definitely J Cole. I don't know why. I just like ever since I was a kid, I just always loved his craft and everything. And just like watching what he does, the people that he's added to his roster that do the same thing with their craft, J I D, Earth Gang, mm-hmm. um, Ari Lennox, even like Ari like our, on the R and B side. Like I just think that. What he does, and even his passion that runs even deeper than than um than just rap. With him being signed to two different amateur basketball teams, and him chasing his dream of doing pro basketball after that and everything too. Being mean, on that. the cover of 2K, He's yeah. having his own sneakers. right? Like I have the, sh- I'm wearing the shoe right now. Oh, the dreamers, boys, yeah. the Dreamers, come on, yeah. yeah, I'm wearing the Dreamers, the White Joints. That's literally what they're called, is the White Joints. White. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So, yeah, I, I, I've always been a huge fan of J. Cole and everything that he did and his craft. And some of my cadences definitely resemble J. Cole, but I definitely try to be real original in my stuff and, and keep it all fresh. So you won't see a lot of uh, similarities between my music and J. Cole's music. But um, some of the cadences are definitely similar. I would say de- one of my songs, Empty Tables, definitely, I would mm-hmm. say it kind of resembles a J. Cole kind of style. But, yeah, his craft is definitely one that I've um, idolized and followed since the beginning, you know, since 4th, 6th, Forest Hills Drive 2014 Forest Hills Drive. That's mm. it's gotta be like one of the better <laughs> albums of all time, right? <laughs> I, I, I don't know.
1: What is it? I though? say Born Center, bro. Born I, mean, Center? I mean, I mean, that's why I asked his favorite, so I can't remember yeah. But I say Born <laughs> Center. It's, it's a fight favorite. between the two. It's like, well,
3: yeah, I, I like KOD too. So I went on the KOD tour. I, I love KOD. I went to the KOD yeah. tour that's too. I love that album as well. So I don't know. There's, like, I like all of his music, but 2014, Forest Hills Drive, like Love Yours, one of my favorite songs. Like, bro, like that is like, that song got me through some shit. Yeah, like, you know, like my first breakup, Love Yours was like, you know, I'm sitting there like 16 <laughs> years old, you know, like with a bottle. <laughs> yeah. you know, Listening to Love Yours. Drinking away my Thinking sorrows. shit's tough. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Would you say uh, J. Cole, who else would you say?
3: Um, J Cole, and is still talking about craft wise. Mm-hmm. Um, man, J Cole, I, I like Saba a lot. I don't know why. I've yeah, been I listening to a Saba. lot of Saba. He's got like a different style, and I really like his craft. He's, Saba he's, is hella underrated. Yeah, I've been into a lot of his stuff lately. Jid, I just love Jid. He's like one of the craziest rappers I think in the game right now. Probably just like just dropped one wise. of the best
1: hip hop projects of the year. Too. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I, yeah. I did not listen to the whole yeah, thing. Awesome. Oh, bro, that
3: shit is great. Yeah. Radar is insane. I've been listening to uh, the one with Lil Dirk too. Broderman, yeah, yeah, Broderman. Sure. I like that song a lot. Yeah. What uh, Cody Blue Thirty One's another one that's really good. So. Let me sing.
2: What's the name? Like, so as an artist, like, and you you watch the news, you see all the stuff that's going on. Like, a lot of artists have like been targeted in a sense. Like, as an artist, like, how do you how do you feel just like seeing that as somebody who makes music, who wants to be in the industry, like? Like, how does it make you feel about, like, traveling, touring, and all that type of stuff?
3: Um, I, to be, like, it doesn't really bother me at all. Like, um, personally, I, th- I, think, I think it bothers my family more than mm-hmm. anything. Like, my ma and shit. Like, my mother's, like, growing up, I didn't really have a father. So, like, my mother's really extra protective of me and everything. So, like, she doesn't like when I be traveling alone out to these places. And my mother's like, you, you know, can I come? I'm like, ma, you can't be coming to my shows, <laughs> Yeah, you know, my rap shows, ma. So, like, she, so she, you know, so but, like, um... I went out to Poughkeepsie for a show. I had a showcase in Poughkeepsie, New York. One of the sketchiest places I've ever been to. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out Poughkeepsie, though. I got a lot of love out there. I think I actually like placed in that showcase, too. But it was... Um man, that was a sketchy-ass town, just driving through there, like, and, and I, like, I'm in a place where I'm outside of my comfort zone, never been to this place before, I'm with, like, one of my friends that I don't even hang out with that often, but I just needed, like, somebody to go like to the you. show with, and I'm like, bro, can you come <laughs> with me, and my man hooked me up and was there with me, bro, so, like, um, you know, I, I, I feel like, uh, my love for, like, what I do and my music trumps any worry that I have for about what I'm doing or, or, like, that target and everything. And I feel like, uh, like, if if I'm even at a notoriety standpoint with, like, with everything that's going on with these rappers and everything nowadays with, like, I don't know, personally with, like, I don't know, I'm trying to mention the PMB thing where, like, the location and stuff like that where that girl, like, dropped the location and that, like, ultimately led to, I guess, what happened, you know, is at least what the story is. Um, Like I feel like I'd be like extra careful in those moments once I get to that point, you know But for right now, it doesn't really bother me too much Yeah, like I'm not too worried going forward
1: Do you think it also
3: plays a factor in like the image and persona that you carry as an artist too? Yeah, like I feel like if you move like a dickhead that you might have more of a target on your head like you know, like six I mean, nine as like, for the like stuff
1: I, that you rap about, how you carry yourself, you wear a lot of jewelry. If you proclaim to be this type of artist, like a street rapper, or whatever, like
3: For me personally, like I'm very humble in person. But like in my raps, I talk like a lot of shit, you know, like I have like a lot of egotistical statements in my raps and I'm not like that in real life. Um, so like I feel like there's a possibility maybe that could get interpreted in the long run, like in the wrong way. Um, but I don't know, you know, no, I hear you. but I feel like that's how you got to be. What are you going to rap and talk about how shitty yeah. you are? Like, no, nah, yeah. like, I, I rap yeah. and I talk yeah. about it, like I'm the best, you know, like that's how it's yeah. got to be. So
2: I think a lot of it, like we, we talk about it a lot. It's like how artists are don't know how to take off the hat, like take off the rapper hat for a little bit, right. put that to the side, you ain't gotta be, you ain't gotta wear your, your diamonds to the corner store. Yeah, like, nah, dude. I, I showed up to my
3: first music video, you guys could watch this too, it's called, it's a music video for Ben Lowe, which was on my first uh, mixtape, I showed up with like just a like a just a normal like plain T-shirt, like shorts and like just a pair. Like I wasn't dripped out at all. Like I had like nothing. I was not trying to present myself in any type of way. Like mm. I showed up there as me. That's what I was there to do. You know, even going for this job interview that I'm going for right now. Like I'm like sitting there to, at the barber and I'm like, should I like cut my hair, man? <laughs> should, I, <laughs> should I cut my hair before I go to this job interview? And he's like, what? So then like you don't get the job and you got to walk around with a shitty ass haircut you don't like. Mm-hmm. Hell, am I going there as yourself? And That's I'm like, right. yeah, you're right. That's real. You know, so. Oh,
2: yeah. I missed that area of hip hop where it was just like, like, I could just pull up in a white team if I got these buyers, and like, I'm him. Like, <laughs> fuck, you talking about? I remember watching like the old Kendrick videos and shit when they was run, run, mm-hmm. running around shooting it with the little handheld, the hand-held cameras, fucking just. I can't be doing like that no more.
3: like shit. <laughs> now, now I'm gonna try to put some stuff. on. <laughs> I'm trying to put that shit you on. I mean, that's
1: the era we're in though. Yeah, it's the era. Man. That's they want to see. Yeah. Question, real quick
2: question: Old Kanye or new Kanye? And old kanye bro i don't know
3: and i think the new kanye is more entertaining for sure but like music wise I old kanye for in, sure.
1: watching them, that documentary the old kanye was pretty entertaining nah too. he was he was wild he was. back there too well, boy. I, honestly
2: this new I, shit's funny though yo really funny. <laughs> i it's it's you got that money now that's why i'd say like if you're talking art wise okay but right now overall i like new kind of, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck yeah, about <laughs> anything man's devious like, yo he will like literally post all of his text messages <laughs> on fucking social media and he'll like, tell them that he's gonna <laughs> post the
3: text messages it, too before he posts them so literally awesome. like
2: it's a it's 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 entertaining to watch but it's i feel like he has a plan of some shit I don't know Man. what that plan is <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we've been
1: giving him that benefit of the doubt That he has a plan or I he's doing this a plan, for a bro. reason When I honestly be feeling like he may have a plan But he honestly just be figuring shit out as he goes along too And because and because of the fact he's now a billionaire And he's a he genius we, we say that he has a plan But really he's figuring <laughs> this shit out bro
3: I look at him He's like, winging like, him.
1: like he probably decided to wear that white lives matter shirt like the day before. Yeah, probably like a couple hours before.
2: He just does shit. He just does yeah. random shit, and it's just like I got a billion dollars. I can do what the fuck I want. And,
1: and
3: it, it pops he, off. Too. He really lives mm. that. So, like
2: I can. Like I'll do whatever I want. I have enough money to do what the fuck I want. Dame Dash. He did a podcast recently, and he was talking about Kanye, and he was talking about artists, and how we live in the era cameras always on them type shit. And he talks about if you had a camera on Pablo Picasso back then all day every day, you would look at him like, yo, this this motherfucker is crazy too. Yeah, like he cut off he's cutting off his ear to give to a girl to in painting himself, like, yeah, bro. like, bro, what? Like, do you, do you think like
3: the artists like, are weird, bro? Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I just and feel it's like, like it's like, just like an overall. I think it comes with the territory. Like, I'm shit. I'm weird, bro. Like, I'll take mm-hmm. it. You know, like, do you think, weird in a good way.
2: Do you think too much cameras like? On like trying to like analyze the art, does it like spoil it type of thing?
0: Um,
1: ask for cameras are on you
3: yeah. Well, <laughs> I think that nowadays it's important. I feel like it really is just because like I feel like content is just definitely key. like I feel like if I feel like it's better than having the cameras off, you know, if the cameras are never on you, then how are anybody how's anybody gonna notice or or you know pay attention to what you're doing? or you know, like I feel like some people like the
2: allure or the mystery. Because we could think about Kendrick. He didn't have a camera on him for at
3: least three, four years. But he already popped off. True, you know what I mean. Like in the beginning, he had the mm. cameras on him. It was even the same thing with Jay Cole. Like you see him now, and he ain't wearing nothing, bro. Mm. He'll wear like you know. But in the beginning, like you know, when he was signing to Rock Nation and everything, with he like with
0: the on. yeah, he, he had, had the, the shit on. on. Mm-hmm.
3: So it's like everybody has their moment where they need to be seen by the camera, and they put on and they like introduce themselves, I guess, in a sense, you know, just by mm-hmm. their actions and by you know what is seen by the general public. But, um. I don't know. I like in the end of the I, at the end of the day, I guess I would I'd uh, like in the future if this if I end up making something of myself with this music thing which I intend to um which I believe I will, um then like I feel like I'd play it out the same way in the future where is like I want the cameras off of me once I've made it to the point where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um but until I hit the I hit that point, you know, I feel like I'm I feel like it's all part of it, you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: I feel like it's such a double-edged sword. It is. It I definitely mean, it's is. Like, okay, I made it here. Do I have to do I keep going? Do I go harder? And it's high it? risk, high reward too. Because yeah, the more I, that the camera's
3: on you, the yeah. more chance you have to do I play it bad, ruin your I, shit. I'm just
2: like trying to relax and then just give people the quality. It's 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 definitely interesting. That that's one thing I like being able to sit and watch and like report on the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't really <laughs> like playing that <laughs> shit, like having to figure that one out. Um And I've
3: been pretty quiet throughout my career so far. Right. Like I, you know, I'm like I need to get outside more and do more. Like be at more events. Like I, I remember um, Benny had an event at Showplace Theater uh, back in uh, July after um, my show. It was like third July, maybe late July. He had one at Showplace Theater, um, and my brother was telling me, he was like, bro, you gotta go to that show. You you gotta be present there and like show your face and like talk to the all the other fans that are in attendance. Try to get them to go to your show that's there." And, like, I didn't end up going to that show. <laughs> but, like, at the same time, like, he's got a point. Like, I feel like I need to be outside more, try to get myself in front of the camera. Like, I could have been at Bowflo, like, sitting down with you guys outside when you guys were doing your interviews, but I didn't show up. Like, I should have been there, you know, but I didn't. So I, need, I just need to get myself outside and um, involved in more of the events, like, around. That's, like, one one critique I do have of myself that I will put out there is that I definitely need to be more involved.
2: Right. Who, who are some uh, dream
3: collabs? Dream collabs. Besides Cole, um, I really like West Side Boogie. I think that would be really cool. I feel like me and him would have a really cool dynamic kind on of a track. Like West Side, uh, JID, like I said, I really like JID. Like Earth Game, both of those guys. I think they're really sweet. Johnny Venus, and what's the other dude's name? Like Honolulu? Olaf? Yes, yeah, Honolulu or something. Uh, I don't think it's Olaf. Oh. Oulu. Yeah, <laughs> he's fire, bro. It's so <laughs> dope. I really like those guys. Um, yeah, so those would be some of my dream collabs. I really like the Dreamville crew. There's a lot of those guys. I say Olaf. Isn't Olaf the name of something else? <laughs> yeah. No, no man. Snowman. Yeah, Snowman Frozen. <laughs> frozen. <laughs> that definitely ain't it. <laughs> I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs>
1: um... The 11th Hour, I know that was the name of your last project, but is that also the name of like your label or brand or...
3: Yeah, so I'm glad oh, I'm glad you asked about that. So I'm actually, um, 11th Hour is right now just in the works of becoming something way bigger than just my debut album. Um, we're, we've been working on turning that not only into like what my clothing brand's going to be is like my, my artists, like merchandise and everything is going to be the 11th hour brand, but also we're like making 11th hour media. So, um, all of my music videos are going to be dropped through like this 11th hour media. We're just kind of like making it, I don't know, like, I guess like the branding behind Jaden's because kind of like the same thing with the Caden's Jaden show. Like as much as I want to turn the, like the attention towards me and my music, obviously, like I want to like. If like people are gonna buy my merchandise, I want you, like people that even haven't listened to my music to be able to buy my merchandise too, because to be you know be able to represent something that's universal. And the eleventh mm. hour just represents like your last the last tick on the clock before it's too late, mm. you, you know. So. That's um. I feel like I'm gonna turn that into a brand as well as kind of turn it into um. Just my like little media company, possibly a label in the future. Kind of see whatever it grows into. Um, but I'm gonna start using that a lot in the future. So there's gonna be a lot of upcoming things with 11th Hour. But that's just like kind of like an idea that's just um in its uh, starting phases right now. So I'm gonna try to explain more on that.
2: Gotcha, or, gotcha. So for your your show on the 11th. Where, where can people like cop tickets and all that stuff
3: so you can cop tickets for that at the showplace um, all the tickets are available through TicketWeb web as well um, so you can go right to their website and find them um, as well as if you go to my Instagram page my personal Instagram page at it's Jaden's um, you guys can find the ticket link right there in the bio. I've been posting about it all over the place as well. Um, same thing with Twitter. Uh, the, my Twitter is It's Jaden's as well. All the ticket, you know, information is on there. If you guys go there, there's no way you'll you miss it. So i um, been posting it all over. Even open season, I've been posting it. Kane Waves going to be posting it, you know. So, yeah, so gonna it. lineup. It's definitely going to yeah, definitely going to be going. I'm trying, I'm trying to make it special, bro. I'm trying to make it something that the people that, that are in tune with the culture in Buffalo are going to want to come out to see, you know, so. Um, definitely be there. Definitely be there. For sure, for sure. We definitely gonna. We going have to
2: pull up to that joint. I have to drag Dante out. He's gonna be trying yeah, to I'll come I'll to these joints. <laughs> we gonna be, be there. Uh, uh, you got any, there. any questions, tomorrow?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I got a couple. Um, I got a couple. So, <laughs> yeah, just a couple. Just a couple. <laughs> All right. So you mentioned you was, you went to Buff State, bro. Did you ever say what you majored in? Um, I went for business management so what was like the intention with that did you I don't know before you said you ain't really
3: so my mother was a business teacher growing up so like um I just like kind of just went for like a basic degree to be completely honest with you I was uh I wasn't even really like excited about college really at all like really wanted to go to be completely honest with you I was trying to take a different route but um I uh You know, having a business teacher and a mother that was a school teacher, I didn't have an option. So uh, I went I went to college and I went for business management um, and I really haven't used that like to that degree at all. I'm trying to right now with this whole like working for health insurance and everything like in the off time. But I still got to get my license for all that. See how that works out. So. But yeah, I mean, you use it with management.
1: your music career
3: too. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. especially with marketing and like all the other things that I've learned. Like the account, I take all those accounting courses that were god awful. So hopefully, <laughs> I'll be able to you put that to use at some point. Yeah, right. You know, accounting um, classes is trash, bro. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, there's definitely like a lot of like, and really in this music shit, like you are ultimately a business. Like you're trying to make yourself a business. You market yourself. You yeah. try to sell your merchandise. Like you present even the music you present as a product, and you're selling to like a niche market. So it's like mm-hmm. a, there are a lot of like comparisons. So um, yeah, I feel like it, it it came in handy, but I'm trying to use it. It hasn't made me any money, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. That's the problem. Yeah. So
0: but. so you mentioned you and you, I almost called you B. Can I call you B? Yeah, you, can call you and B. Y'all be mixing. <laughs> you know, so it takes time to really mix records and stuff, right? Do y'all ever find yourselves, like, over-mixing records sometimes? Like, do you feel like sometimes less is more for your music?
3: Um, sometimes. Yeah, it's, uh, so, like, me and Bulgari... Well, I guess an example would say is, like, sometimes, like, I double up, like, a lot of, like, my hooks and everything, mm. and sometimes in the mixing and mastering process, like, the, a lot of that gets refined. Like, maybe if... Yeah, like, maybe if I doubled up, like, the one thing, like, four times, like, I take out, like, two of those doubles, and it gets refined, and maybe we put, like, more reverb on one of them that makes it sound, like, you know, a little bit better and stuff like that, so I feel like sometimes maybe tracks get, like, oversaturated, but as far as mixing and mastering, I feel like that's, like, where you take care of all that, like, where you, like, really refine all of that and just, like... You know, getting to, like, the nitty-gritty of everything and um, making sure everything just sounds pristine and, uh, like, radio-ready when it comes out.
0: So you really know, like, the knowledge of the sound engineer and everything, and you and you and B kind of just, like, a tag team, really, you know, putting both of y'all minds together he's, when it comes to it.
3: He's a lot better than I am, especially when it comes to that stuff, but... Um, but you know, we're uh I'm I'm learning. I'm learning like right. I, that's a that's a I, I like I I'm I'm okay with that. It just means I have more room to grow, you know, like mm-hmm. I want to get like more into music theory and like um just like learn like a lot of the stuff that I don't know already, um be able to to do more for myself when Bulgaria is not around or willing, you know, mm-hmm. so
0: um but yeah. So my my last two questions. First, what's the inspiration that's like keeping you going like keeping you continue to make art um you spoke about like why what made you do it, like the back free free freestyles and everything but like today what is what's that like that fire in you it's like you know what i'm about to go in there and really like still like like what you know what i mean like what's that fire in you that keep you going
3: um i'd say it's a mixture of a couple of things um First and foremost, I'd say that just, like, my, lo- my love and passion for music just, like as a whole. Like, I just love music. I wake up every single day, I got to listen to the same five songs that I got in rotation that I love. Like, that just gets me up and going. So, um, you know, like, ma- like making music in general is just, like, a huge... That just gets me going. Like it's just, yeah. just like what excites me. Um, but other than that, I would say, like, another, like, uh, really big motivator would just be... Um, the doubt that I have, like, just over, like, I have, like, a big doubt in myself and, like, obviously the, the realistic, um, reality that this might not ever happen for me, that I might never make it as a rapper. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, like, actually, like, fuels me to, like, work harder towards what I'm trying to do or, like, I'm set myself apart in a different way to where I'm going to get recognized and to where, like, I don't have to worry about that, you know, because I, I think nice. about that all the time, like, because, you know, I'm 20, I'm 23 years old, I'm going to be 24 in November, um, I'm trying like I have a business management degree that I'm not using I'm trying to be a rapper is it going to work out like, what are the chances you know how many mm-hmm. people are trying to do what I'm mm-hmm. trying to do very slim so like I don't right. know I feel like that fuels me to go even harder and to try to separate myself from, from the pack you know right, really so.
0: so that kind of helps with the last question because my last question is have you had that moment yet where you feel like people outside your circle respect your art and is that important to you
3: yeah, absolutely. Actually, um, I don't know if you guys know, uh, the A-Team band, Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and Bizzle, right. um, but I was just out in Rochester at their, uh, the Fringe Festival, and I did a performance out there, and they were out there, and Bizzle had never heard me live before, um, and they stuck around just to hear my set and everything before they went on, um, and just had, like, an outpour of support for me like had never heard my music me and him didn't have much conversation going into that um i've heard of his stuff obviously you know like I, i've uh, i've seen a bunch of his stuff and just respect him from being around the mm-hmm. town like he did uh, he was the band for um young world when he opened up for um buffalo ironworks so to have him there and then to see and respect it, he was, like, posting it and supporting it, talking to me afterwards, wanting to be a part of the show in November, like, that just meant so much to me. So, like, that just, like, made my week, like, even having that happen earlier. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I support and follow, like, a lot of the artists in this area. A lot of the artists, in like, in this area that I follow and support don't even know that I follow and support them, you know? So um, when I get that that support from outside, mm-hmm. um, it means a lot to me. It really does. So- no, that's
1: that's, side, bro. that's really? Since when? Since
2: uh, his cousin married my cousin. No, <laughs> <laughs> but I know them. I know them <laughs> since like fourth grade, fifth grade type shit. Yeah, I know. Nah, I Eighteen is them. Is good people, and like that's one thing I love about our like the Buffalo network of artists is like everybody is like you, you be somewhat familiar. Speaking to your mic. Oh, my God. I mean Being real quiet. Yeah, no, I was saying uh, the Yeah, Buffalo nigga, scene. speak it to your mic, man. It's normally <laughs> him, It's him. So that's how you go. But yeah, man, like the scene, like everybody supports each other. And that was something that was unheard of, like maybe when I was like 21, 22. So, like, to see it now, people, like, helping, like, feeding each other, like, giving yeah, each other inspiration, that shit is dope.
3: We're all after the same goal. And like I, and like I was just saying, man, it's so, sl- like, our chances are so slim that if we could ultimately help each other towards that goal, then, bro, it's like, it's what gotta doing, mm-hmm. that's what you got to be doing, man. what you got to be doing.
1: Oh, yeah. Who are some of your favorite artists from the time that you like bump on a regular?
3: Maybe um, I I bump Open Season a lot. I really like Open Season. I like uh, King Wave that Dark Mode album. I listen to that. Um, that Dark Mode song, just Dark Mode. I'm messing around with that shit. Um, yeah, man. Those are those are like some of my obviously the uh, Benny the Butcher, Jay Skis. I listen to Jay Skis. I mm-hmm. love his stuff. Shout out to um, Conway, Westside, all those guys. Got to listen to those guys from the town, you know, if you're even involved in the culture around the town. Got to be tapped in with those gotta, guys. got to so. keep
2: your ear to the ground. Yeah, man. For sure, for sure. Anything else you want to leave your audience with?
3: Um, Man, be at that show, November 11th. I don't know when this is going to come out. It's going to come out before November 11th yeah, or after. Sweet. Yeah, definitely. Be at that show, November 11th, Showplace Theater um, on Grant Street in Buffalo. Um, it's going to be a great time. Doors open at 7 o'clock. We're probably going to get this show kicked off with the first opener around 7.30, 7.45. Um, There's drinks. It's going to be a great time. It's probably cheaper than whatever place you were going to go out to that night anyway. So just come <laughs> through and party with us. You know what I mean? Word. It's going to be a good time. All Facts. Yeah. Appreciate, Appreciate you guys. pulling up, bro. You're Absolutely. Yes, sir.
1: Y'all no label the pie, We out. Peace. Peace.